The time is 7 o'clock a.m. Earth time, January 18th, 2030. Good morning, listeners, and welcome to today. This is the PBNR Morning Show. I'm your host, Kurt Boswell. We've got the weather and more coming up, but first, the news. It's 7.01. Live from PBNR News, I'm Buck Wheaton. The Catholic Church has confirmed Martin Shkreli as its newest saint this week. Saint Shkreli has been canonized as the patron saint of withholding medicine from children after leading a lifetime of service to that cause. He is attributed with performing the miracle of purchasing the Wu-Tang Clan album Once Upon a Time in Shaolin and refusing to release it. A Vatican spokesperson had this to say. The veracity of Saint Scarelli's miracle cannot be denied. By withholding the album of Wu-Tang, he has fucked with the unfuckwithable. It is written that the Wu-Tang clan is nothing to fuck with. And yet he fucks. It is the work of God. Reports confirm that Belit Suri, the recently summoned Mesopotamian death goddess, is, in fact, a gigantic Karen while the National Guard attempted to subdue her with military force. Onlookers described Belit Suri as, quote, extremely rude, and claimed she even asked to speak to their manager. The following recording was taken this morning when government officials first made contact with the goddess. Uh, attention, sorry, attention, giant. You are in violation of city code 33A. Please, uh, Relocate yourself to another location. Who dares address Bellet scribe of the earth and queen of the desert? Um, it is I, Mark Bradshaw, assistant director of the Parks Department. Well, Mark Bradshaw, tell me what I want to know and I'll consider not using your spine as a toothpick after I swallow you whole. No, that doesn't follow. Tell me, where is a good place to eat around here? Um, Not too expensive and with some vegan options. Uh, well, uh, hmm, um, hmm, I don't know, do you know, is there a, we hear the bistro is pretty good. Will there be a wait? You, you could call ahead, maybe? Are they gluten-free? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they have... Fools! Gluten makes me logy and constipated. I cannot eat it, but sometimes I do. It's my decision. I think Ikea has a salad bar. What about yoga? Where can I catch an evening class? Well, I, I don't know. I feel the need to stretch after I think about gluten. Oh boy, she's a Karen. Uh, take her down. Roger, we have Karen. Here's tracking bell. Rude! How dare you shoot your puny rockets at me! Let me speak to your manager! I am so tweeting this! <laughs> Prepare to go viral, mortal dickheads! Wait, where's my phone? Has anyone seen my phone? 
At press time, Bellet Suri had begun doing yoga in downtown Washington, knocking planes out of the sky, destroying buildings, and starting a wildfire. For PBNR News, this is Buck Wheaton. You're listening to PBNR. PBNR is sponsored in part by the Gilliam Cameron Foundation, dedicated to broadcasting news backward in time in order to undo the present, and by Olive Garden, providing an affordable food-style experience that combines fine dining and choking on garbage. Olive Garden. When you're here, you're family. And we hate our family. That's why we feed them the palest imitation of food the side of the fryer has to scrape. We personally guarantee you'll fill up on breadsticks rather than take one more bite of your sweet and sour ragu tilapia pizza balls. And that our bathrooms will already be filled with vomiting patrons, forcing you to take your emergency dump right in the pick-your-own-linguine tank. So come on down to Olive Garden, because when you're here, you're family. And that means we hate you. I'm Al Wright. How are you? Join me later on The Right Pill for a fair and balanced conversation about how the vampires of the Democratic Party are taking away our freedom! If you love America, you'll join me. All right, folks, let's take a look at the weather. Looks like we've got some typical January weather this week. Highs in the low 90s and lows in the high 90s for most parts of the Shenandoah Valley. So get out there and enjoy that beautiful winter weather before it gets hot. Nice to have a break from all the craziness. Got a couple daily alerts for you. Town Hall is on fire again this morning, so you might want to steer clear of there today. Let's see, it's National Barber Appreciation Day, so stop into your local barber shop to get yourself a free cup of hair. And lastly, Okinawa Joe's Motorcycle Shop has finally succumbed to that sinkhole that opened beside it last month. But Okinawa Joe himself has started a wallet kicker to try to unearth his shop, so log on to BrainFace if you'd like to dummy. Now let's pass it off to our own Driscoll Fishmore with the Natural Minute. I'm Driscoll Fishmore. Welcome to the Natural Minute. Today we're looking at the Rockefeller squid, nature's smallest large-sized squid. While squids vary in size, the Rockefeller squid is actually quite large for a small, large-sized small squid, about the size of a fish that's the size of a squid. The Rockefeller squid is most famous for producing squid juice, the potent chemical found in modern products like faux foo, oracola, and lasagna bowls. Squid juice is known for its bold flavors and hypnotic properties, but the Rockefeller squid doesn't produce squid juice on its own. Rather, it employs poorer squids to work in its factories, producing and bottling the juice for resale under its own brand. It is believed that the Rockefeller squid is actually an ancient alien race that came to Earth eons before the dawn of humanity which explains their ability to operate underwater bottling facilities. I'm Driscoll Fishmore, and this has been The Natural Minute.
Mm-hmm. Gotta love that squid juice. The fine print is coming up on the PBNR Morning Show, and we'll close the day with the corporate sponsor mandated The Right Pill a little later on. But first, it's time for One Panel at a Time, right here on PBNR. Howdy, y'all, and welcome to another episode of One Panel at a Time, where we take it thusly. I'm Shankers Rebroy. This week, we pick up The Amazing Spider-Man, issue 506, bottom of page 33. In this panel, we see a maskless Spider-Man in his apartment who says, Mary Jane, my spider sense is tangling. Thanks for joining us on One Panel at a Time, where we took it thusly. Join us next month for the next panel. I'm Shankers Rebroy. I thank you, and I God bless you. You are listening to PBNR. PBNR is sponsored in part by Fareed's A Jolly Good Fellow, Cryogenic Options for the Valley, and by Lasagnables. Turn boring things into lasagna with the push of a button. Depression is a serious medical condition that can take so much out of you, but you don't have to live with it. You can take those bad feelings and turn them into lasagna. Lasagnables can correct the chemical imbalance in your brain by infusing it with the rich taste of real Italian lasagna. So turn that frown upside down, and then turn it into lasagna with Lasagnables. Welcome to The Right Pill. I'm Al Wright. How are you? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to talk to you today about freedom. That beautiful idea that unites all of us as Americans, as long as you've got money, white skin, and a good old-fashioned American penis. We all know that our freedom is under attack by the liberal socialist agenda who want to use their anger and emotions to distract you while they rob us of our rights. Our right to wave our guns around, our rights to ride our exotic pets down Main Street waving our guns around, and most importantly, our right to be sick and for our children to be sick. Our children. Nowhere in the Constitution does it say I have to pump my kids full of formaldehyde, pig kidneys, mercury, and baby rat turds, but I do it anyway, because it's what makes McDonald's taste so damn good. But I'm not going to inject my kids with life-saving medicine just because the Constitution doesn't say I don't not have to. That's freedom. Look it up. Oh, but Al, science says medicine is good for you. Oh, well, guess what, science? You're wrong sometimes. Science was wrong when I believed climate change wasn't real, and now that I'm telling you it is, science says we're all doomed and it's all my fault. Well, wrong again, science. Everyone knows as a free American, I'll be the least affected by climate change. And as for who's to blame, as a writer of history, I can guarantee you it won't be me. In fact, here's how I remember it. A bunch of poor foreigners angered God with their nudity, and he dropped the global boom on them. Simple as that. If I have to put up with a few floods and hurricanes, we'll chalk it up to yet another great sacrifice white men have made for this great country. And for our children. Our children! Now, listeners, here to corroborate everything I've just said is Dr. Ramsey's Buttweiler. Dr. Buttweiler has a degree in letting kids get bitten by snakes from Liberty University. He specializes in shaking, yelling, and interpreting illness as proof of a faith deficiency. (coughs) Thanks for having me, Al. You know, I'm pretty skeptical when it comes to (laughs) traditional medicine. 
sure, I'm all for it when it comes to setting broken bones or mm -hmm. stitches okay. or or burn creams or yeah, of course that. penicillin, yeah, sure. antibiotics, sure. Sure. blood transfusions, Jesus had blood transfusions, chemotherapy, yeah. physical right. therapy, blood thinners, mm -hmm. insulin, yeah. C-sections, sure. sure. brain surgery, yep. most yep. surgeries really, yep. uh, cardioversion, anesthesia, yep. exactly. mm -hmm. x-rays. Right. Right. CAT scans, mm -hmm. all yep. radiological imaging. Yeah, obviously, Moses invented the organ scan. transplants, oh, ultrasounds, yep, hearing Absolutely. aids, prosthetics, mm -hmm. hip mm -hmm. replacements, mm -hmm. tissue cultures. Sure. But where's the evidence that says the MMR vaccine doesn't turn my kid into some kind of autistic government drone? I've never looked at it. And where's the evidence that says poisonous snake bites administered by a licensed reverend won't cure my kid's measles? As far as I know, it doesn't exist. Exactly. And to be clear, it hasn't cured him, but I'm going to keep trying because this is my children we're talking about here. My children! Hey, preaching to the choir, buddy. And the fact that your avoidable disease-ridden kid might infect mine doesn't bother me at all. And you know why? Because my rights are more important than my kid's health. And my kid's got a right to be sick. Now that's freedom. Look it up. I'd rather him die of a treatable disease in a country where some people can do whatever they want than for him to live a healthy life in a country of know-it-all socialists with their research and evidence. It just makes me so mad. I mean, this is my children we're talking about here. My children! Your children! Ah! Oops, looks like we lost Dr. Buttweiler. Another great mind cut down before his time. No thanks to modern science. You died free, my friend. You died free. Well, folks, that's all the time we have on The Right Pill. I'm Al Wright, reminding you to stay free, get sick, and cause others to die unnecessarily because you're an American goddammit. You're listening to PBNR. PBNR is sponsored in part by the Elkton City Sewers. By drilling through poor people's floors, we've increased our poop capacity. Call ahead for body dumps and carry out. And by BrainFace, a Facebook subsidiary. Facebook is all about connections, and they've been connecting your mouth to the Internet's ass for over 20 years. At BrainFace, we're all about plastic you time, because you deserve it. We know you're tired of single-mind build molds and low-res data-wear ad resplignity, so why pay more for less? Upgrade today to the hot new factor implantation that's brought the world together. Brainface decomp neuronics remulate permanent experience spores. One mind, one mold. My boss told me I had to install Brainface or be laid off. I wasn't so sure, but now that it's in, I can feel the whole world moving through my brain and my wallet, and it feels weird. One mind, one mold. So say goodbye to devigorated process condition and say yes to resplendished content mildulation and say yes to Brainface by Facebook. Hello and welcome to The Fine Print. I'm Chip Tackert. Listeners, as you know, The Fine Print is a show of integrity where a team of professionals carefully vet our guests and fact-check our information. That is why I'd like to personally apologize for last week's episode in which someone claiming to be Cher performed unspeakable acts in our studio. 
That person was not Cher, and while their actions don't merit further comment, I'd just like to say that their performance of If I Could Turn Back Time was truly breathtaking right up until the pooping began. We really didn't do our homework on that one, but believe me when I say that it is difficult to book a worthwhile guest who isn't a liar, a lunatic, or a terrorist defecator. That's why I'm proud to say that my guest today is the author of a new novel which has just sold a million copies. Billmore Gremsch is the author of A Tree Grows in Brooklyn, which tells the story of a young girl coming of age in New York City. Thanks for joining me, Mr. Gremsch. What can you tell us about A Tree Grows in Brooklyn? Well, first of all, I think it's worth saying that I don't believe in trees. Um, I'm sorry? Trees. They, they don't exist. What does that have to do with your book? It, it's unrelated. Okay. You see, the government wants us to believe that trees are part of nature, but you and I know that they're as fake as the photos of the moon landing. Well, let's just stay on tra uh, track. Uh, I'm sorry, you think the moon landing was faked? Just the photos. Well, why would they fake just the photos? Because the moon's actually a really nice place. It's like a resort. But they want us thinking the moon is the, this bleak, airless rock, so we won't clog up their golf courses. Golf courses? Uh, who's they? Masons, shadow people, lizard people, the Clintons. Right now, Jeffrey Epstein, D.B. Cooper, and the 1919 White Sox are swilling defluoridated water and playing with their weather machines in what remains of the Malaysian Airlines Flight 371 on the flat side of the moon. Uh, but those photos keep us from going there and discovering its true shape. Uh, the moon? It's flat, of course. If we knew the moon was flat, it'd prove the Earth is a pyramid. Let's move on. Let's just, let's just move on. All right, it's, uh, it's your show. In your book, you write about the story of Francie Nolan as her and her family struggle to make ends meet in New York City. Uh, tell us a little about the inspiration for your story. Well, well, I, I didn't write that. Uh, well, you see, now that makes sense. I was under the impression that you were capable of writing a book. In a book! I wrote in a book. Yeah, I found a book in the rubble of the Barnes & Noble I live in, and I covered the pages with Bible verses. Uh... It's not, but not from that fake Bible you know about. I'm talking about the real Bible verses. Hmm. You know, about Jesus being a subterranean alien fungus, me being his uncle, Pizzagate. Uh-huh. Well, listeners, it seems that I must once again apologize for not doing my homework. I was told that this person had written a book that sold a million copies, but I can see now that he's just the personification of a microwaved can of Mountain Dew. My book did sell a million copies. Oh, oh really? To whom? To Simon Schuster. Who's that? I am! <clears throat> that is a puppet. You're a puppet! Alright, well I'm gonna end this interview here. Uh, no? No, I'm getting the signal from the booth to keep this interview going for some reason. So why don't we take a call? Ron from Altoona, Pennsylvania, you're on the air. Hi, I have a question for the puppet. Well, the puppet's not real, but you can ask the fraudulent author holding the puppet if you'd like. No, no, I, I meant you. You're the puppet! What's it like being a shill of the media industrial complex? Oh, it's, it's just terrible. If it wasn't for them, I could have ended this show without ever having to hear your idiot voice. Who's next? Mike from whatever, go ahead. Yes, I have a question about the role of modern literature in a time when so many have such a short attention span. Oh, well now, now that's more like it, go ahead. <laughs> Alright, that's it. Show's over. I tried to host a show of integrity, but it's clear the producers nor the listeners want that. Maybe I should start reporting on insane conspiracy theories and celebrity gossip columns. Maybe I should slap a Chip Taggart, almost a book sticker on what I can only hope are the unintelligible scrawlings of Billmore Gremsch. Maybe I should ask the pooping drag queen back to be my co-host. I'm getting the thumbs up from the booth about that, so I'm gonna end it here. This is Chip Taggart saying, so long, idiots. So long, everyone!
All right, folks, that's just about going to do it for us here at the PBNR Morning Show. The BBC World Service is coming up next with Global Alerts. And don't forget to tune in a little later today for the report on America's Most Boneless. But before we sign off, let's do the numbers. The Dow Jones began this week in the quantum realm, being simultaneously both up and down 220, 4.5%. The NASDAQ has shifted spheres up or down 100 depending on your sphere, and the S&P 500 is still out of commission following last week's bomb threat. Today marks the anniversary of the first AI construct stock trader who went to work at the New York Stock Exchange one year ago today. Thanks everybody, we'll see you next time.